The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. to have you here with us on Mothership. Steph, Brooke, and Noli here with you. And thank you so much for hanging out with us. You know, we have a lot to talk about with our special guests. So let's get this party started. You know, one of the ways that we like to unwind is relaxing with a good TV show, especially a funny TV show, right? You know, right, cracking right. up. You yeah, know what I'm so, saying, right? So, I mean, when I think of funny TV shows old school, I'm thinking in living color. Remember oh, that? You guys remember that? Yes, and remember. remember all the all the people that came out of that was mm-hmm. the Wayne brothers, right? And then of course Jim Carrey, right? Even J Lo came out of that too, right? So many characters. <laughs> That's old school, but I don't know if people know that. But yeah, Living Color was one of the staples. Another one was let's see, let's see, Martin. Oh, Martin! Martin. 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 Fresh Prince, Martin. but Martin like so many fun like just. Phrases from that, like, dang, Gina. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's so amazing how everything has evolved. Of course, SNL, you know, and um, yeah, TV shows have evolved. And now we get to see the, all the hilarious sitcoms nowadays, including one in particular, which is our favorite. It's called Superstore. It was Superstore. on NBC. And it's said to be, you know, the funniest sitcom. I, I read this online since The Office. Man, that is big yes. props. But I also saw online that it was ranked 98%. I think it got a 98% ranking on Rotten Tomatoes. So, you know, they've been making a lot of people laugh. And a testament to that is Superstore has been running for six long seasons. It grew a huge fan base. It's all about uh, an oddball family of employees at this store called Cloud9. And man, their interactions with each other and with the customers like looking for sales and the customers' questions, it was just so hilarious. And they also managed to blend, you know, pop culture, even politics, some sensitive and even relevant issues of the day. And over the years, you know, Superstore grew a huge fan base, as I was saying, and just recently wrapped up. It was a sad day for a lot of fans out there especially for one of our favorite characters. We have to say goodbye to Sandra. Sandra. Sandra Sandra was played by actress Kaliko Kawahi, and she has a Hawaii connection. She's from Kauai, to be exact. And you know what, guys? She's here with us on Mothership. Oh, yeah. How's it? Thank you, Kaliko. Thank you. We're so stoked for you to be here with us you know how busy you are totally in hollywood and all but, um, <laughs> before we we start talking about your time on superstore and your career in general we kind of wanted to get to know you and your local roots you know we've heard sandra and you and your previous characters speak proper english and one of my questions <laughs> was you know growing up from Kauai, can you speak pigeon yeah i mean I had to learn to speak standard English. Like my mom, <laughs> my mom 
when I went to college, before I left, she was like, you're not going to have friends because you don't know how to talk good and nobody will understand you. And I was like, uh, yeah, I can. I just don't. Um, so I, always, I was ready to come to the mainland and learn. But yeah, uh, my friends back home half the time can't believe that I speak standard English. But it's, it's possible, guys. It's possible. Yes. Koliko, yeah. oh where, where in Kauai are you from? You want to represent your hometown? Okay. Okay, shoot. I'm from um, Lawai Valley, but I know, listen, in high school, I learned that the correct pronunciation is Lawai, but if you say Lawai, people in Kauai are going to be like, well, Lawai Valley, Lawai Valley. Like, okay. I get you. I understand that. Yeah. Even because Poipu, so I mean, people say it's just Poipu, but then it's Poipu. I mean, it has that Kina, right? So yeah okay okay so you got it down you got it down um <laughs> yeah okay so you you were born and raised on Kauai in yep. Lava'i Valley <laughs> <laughs> so you know um what, what are what are some of your memories uh you know growing up on Kauai that that kind of you brought with you uh in your transition to the mainland and your career now what are what are some of the the memories and your upbringing I guess you know, I was so fortunate to grow up on Kauai with not just a, a wonderful family, but I mean, just such a warm community. You know, back in the day, I mean, everybody kind of knew everybody. And, you, you know, my, my family is, I was born and raised on Kauai, but so are my parents and most of my grandparents. So we've been there a long time. So when people on the mainland are like, oh, does everybody know everybody? I'm like, that's ridiculous. No. <laughs> but then if they ever come to visit me and we're in some random place, you're like, hey, it'll be like my neighbor or or someone from elementary school or my cousin or something. So um, just a really great childhood. And, and we all appreciated it too. You know, we look back, my cousins and my friends look back at what a great time it was. Very simple simple times you know just playing outside riding bike uh jumping ramp you know what i mean <laughs> um yeah yeah just spending time with family and uh, i treasure those those moments now yeah. did, did you uh play around with your siblings and the neighborhood kids or yeah yeah i, I we our little uh you know area a little neighborhood we all had a lot of kids the same age and we all used to play like in the road, I know we're not supposed to, but just to play a little bit in the street. But I had lookouts, yeah. had lookouts on each side, like <laughs> car coming. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I have a ton of cousins, obviously, <laughs> and we all were very close. So even when they were on other islands, we'd always, you know, visit. They would come down to Kauai to visit, or we would go to Oahu and and hang out. So man, really you know, happy. yeah. And growing up in a small town like that, I mean, look how far you come. Jeez. <laughs> Oh man, we we know we're so that that's so awesome. Um, we wanted to ask you, how, where did this you know desire to dive into acting? How did that all start? Was that from a small kid time? I always, I guess, I think from a young age, I had maybe that dream, but it was really just a dream. You know, my parents just take us to the movies, but it was a forty-five minute drive to go to the, the two film theater, you know, it was a big event. And so anytime a movie that was appropriate for us to watch came, we went, like it was a family event, we got in the car. Um, but I just always 
you know, enjoyed acting, like just watching people act, and, but never really thought that it was something that I could do as a career. Not really. Because yeah. I don't, there wasn't anybody to to see on screen that reflected someone that you knew or, you know what I mean? Anybody that you thought, oh, I could, I could do that. So um, it took a while for me to get to the point where I even gave it a chance. You know, you're from a small town, small island. People, and you, and you know, if you're a good kid, people just like, oh, you're going to be a lawyer. Yeah, you're going to be you're gonna be orthodontist. And I was like, yeah. oh, uh, uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so to tell them, oh, I'm going to be an actor. It took, it took me a while to tell myself that and then eventually tell my family, you know, and because literally my parents would see my teacher from sixth grade and they would ask, Oh, how's Coleco? She she lawyer yet? And my mom was like, oh, oh no, no, she didn't. She didn't go to law school or anything like that. So, but I did. Um, I went to college uh, in in LA and got my degree and just was working different jobs, but was truthfully very unhappy. Mm-hmm. And I did that for a while and just I thought, oh, you know what? If I'm unhappy now doing Plan B, I might as well chance them and try plan a because plan b can always be here and at least i know it's going to be hard and so i might have times where i'm miserable too but at least i'll be pursuing something that i'm passionate about or interested in yeah yeah so so then you just i guess you just started auditioning after after having some training under your belt yeah um i just started taking classes and uh you know training in different areas and then you start it's pretty traditional as far as my start then you just start uh submitting for parts and auditioning and you get little bits here and there but and looking back that's where you learn the most is those first ones because you can go to class right and learn how to act you know acting classes and whatever but no one's going to teach you how to be on a set and you have to get there and be like oh what i gotta stand on this piece of tape Oh, okay like <laughs> you know no one tells yeah. you all the things you have to sort of coordinate when you're doing like let's say a television show so you have to actually just toil away and and do those parts that you're like oh i don't know maybe maybe no need to see this one yeah maybe I, maybe <laughs> i won't tell my parents but you have to do that that's where you get the experience and you know and so when i got to superstore i felt i've been doing this 10 years already so i felt ready like okay i know what to do Kaliko, did you have an agent to help you even mm. just bust through that scene? Yeah. That acting scene? I mean, you it's really important. Eventually, you have to have some kind of representation. Mm. In the beginning, you can, you know, you hustle and you try and you can submit on your own. But really, at some point, there's a reach that they have that you don't have, right? Mm. You, you just, because all you want to do is get in the door, right? Mm-hmm. All you want is the opportunity, but you can't right. even get that opportunity half the time. So you need someone to sort of help you navigate that um but that is always new actors always ask you how do you get an agent it's such a hard question to answer because how do you get an agent you know Mm, Uh, when when you're starting um i think truthfully for me part of the benefit which i thought would not be i thought it would make it harder for me but was just being different right because even if i was new or you know didn't have that many credits yet they didn't have anybody on their roster that was like me at all. So even if they, they had, even if I never worked, but they sort of had me on the list in case 
something came up for someone like me that oh yeah we'll yeah we'll give her a shot we'll sign her and maybe we can you know find a place for her so it ended up being what I thought would be a detriment was actually really helpful in the end I love that too Kaliko how how did you exactly kind of go about finding an agent though did you have to you just go online and start looking or just being around the industry start to kind of hear like okay this agency is a good one or these guys eh. you gotta you have to submit like you Oh. yeah it's so that's where the training comes in the training at different studios whatever is obviously good for the acting component but it's also really good for networking mm-hmm. like and i don't mean like schmooze kind of networking because yeah, I, yeah. I don't know how to do that but just to get to know other people right like get to know other actors and you help each other out i know the the sometimes um the idea of acting is like, oh, we all out to get each other. I got to get this part. It's really not because the only way you're going to make it is if you kind of help each other through it. And so sometimes I remember in the beginning, we would uh, all sit down one day and everybody bring your headshots back when you use like actual headshots and resume and mm. staple, staple, go in a line and staple and put together packets and we would just mail them. We would just mail them to different agents and see if anything you know, if anybody called anybody back or you do, you do showcases and you try to invite them to see your work, you do, you do whatever, you know, all kinds of different stuff to, to try to, you know, see if anyone will represent you. And, you know, um, is being from Hawaii, did you find, was that a setback or was that an advantage, you know, because I mean, you know, you're on the mainland, right. And then you tell them where you're from. How, how is that perceived? I have always gotten a really positive reception because for most people, Hawaii is like a paradise. It's mm-hmm. where they went, they got married, went to honeymoon on, in Hawaii. And so they all have all these great memories. So even if I didn't get the part, they're like, you're so, and my name too, right? They're like, oh, yes. is that a, a Hawaiian thing? <laughs> Are you beautiful? From and then, yeah. as you see in their face, they were already like, just so happy remembering their time. And I was like, okay. At least I leave you with a positive thought and feeling, you know, even if I don't get the part, it's okay. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you because your name, I mean, Kaliko Kawahi, it, it's hard for the, the average normal person to say. And then, you know, in the acting world, you know, I mean, you hear of them changing it. So it's more right. being friendly. Were you ever faced with that decision? I couldn't even think about changing it because my family would be <laughs> livid. Be like, what? why are you changing your name mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. Wait. so hard about it yeah <laughs> and I, but also uh, you know what would i change it to you know what i mean calico smith like what <laughs> there's, there's, really, there's nowhere to go with yeah. the name calico kawaii and i don't even want to tell them that like it's actually a short hawaiian name you guys like let's all yes. count our blessings today right <laughs> if you just close your eyes and don't look at all the vowels together and just hear me say it it's really easy but it's hard for people. I know people are like, oh, just go with your first name. I'm like, I am not Cher. I'm not, I, come on. I'm not Madonna. Say. Yeah, I'm like, come on, come on. How about KK? Just your initials, KK. Oh. And you know what? I'm going to save that for the, for the yeah. reinvention. You know what I mean? Right. There you go. For the comeback. Yep. Okay, let, let's hey, let's talk about Superstore now. Um, yes. You are you're, you're coming down from a high because <laughs> wow, six long seasons, and you know what? Congratulations to you yes. because you know you put so much hard work and effort into building Sandra as a character. I mean, you started off as a background character, 
And you know, fans grew to love you so much that you became a regular main cast. I mean, that's so awesome. I mean, how did you do that? And and were you was that your motivation all along? I mean, that's it's always the goal. When I first got that part, it was I auditioned as a like a one-day co-star. It was a small part. And you know, a lot of times when you audition, it'll say like possibly recurring. That's how they kind of try to lure you in, like, oh, but most of the time, no, it's not a recurring, like just it's a one day of work and that's it. Um, but I knew it was early enough, and it was like the second episode of the entire show. So I was like, oh, you know. I knew that they would probably have to sort of like expand the family. So there was potential, but you, you never even think about that. You're just like, okay, I'm going to go in. I'm going to do this audition. Or, okay, I got it. I'm going to go in and do my work that day. And that's it. And you leave there just thinking that's it. Every time you go, like, you know, every time they call you back and you do it again. Um, but once I started coming back, you know, it's, it's a, it's, it was a long game to, to be a series regular. Like it, oh, we, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's all, that's all business stuff where you're just trying to make that happen. But I was so happy to be on the show. I mean, truthfully, I would have done it. You know, I would have been that quiet character in the back of the break room for six seasons <laughs> and been totally happy having them tell me to shut up. Like, yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. You don't, have, you don't have to memorize any lines. Yes. You get it. <laughs> this cast was not that cast that was like, um, why does he have more lines than me? Everybody was like, this is great. Do I have no lines today? Awesome. I'm just going to sit back here, let you guys work. But that must have felt so great, though, right? To get such a positive response from the fans, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think looking back now, it, it seems like it, it is very positive, but it seems like it was there all along. But while we were doing it, you know, you're not sure. I'm like, do people, do they like it? Is anyone watching this? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's actually on Netflix in other countries. And so we realize that people are, are watching it, but it felt very, you know, other shows around us got a lot of accolades and a lot of press. So we were just like chugging along, doing our work, but but really enjoying ourselves, like really having a good time together when we knew that was special. So we were just happy to do it. And honestly, I would have done it several more seasons if they'd let us because we just had a, such a good time. Uh, it's not often that you get that really great combination of great writing, you know, great material and great actors, talent, but also like really kind, really welcoming. And then that, that goes for the crew too. We just had the best people and people stuck around because we just all enjoyed being with each other and enjoyed the work. Uh, so it was a really special experience. Oh yeah. I mean, it was so evident that you guys were a really tight family, a really, really kind of close. It's, and then I bet you that's probably key as far as, uh, you know, the success as the success of the show. So that, that is so awesome that, that, that was able to shine through and that the viewers could see that. But you know, well, what are some of the, your favorite moments, mm-hmm. uh, most memorable moments on Superstore uh, that you want to just, sh- I mean, share with all of us? You know? My God, you guys, it was so fun all the time. We always look forward awesome. to um, like those break room scenes. I know they're, they're crazy because there's like so <laughs> many people, everybody talking, like everybody get a word here. Uh, I'm sure like for the crew or the directors, it was like, oh, this break room scenes like I can't I don't know if I can handle it but we wouldn't always see each other right like throughout 
the week. So it was the one time we were like, hey, oh my gosh, and just the, the energy and we're so excited. And um, those were always so fun just because we were together and we just loved each other so much. Um, every day was fun, honestly, like having good writing just made the job so easy because it was already funny on the page. We didn't have, I feel like I didn't have to do anything. I was like, okay, I know what to do. Like like, <laughs> they did all the work in a, in a room, you know, in a basement room someplace. Um, but the fun things I got to do, you know, I never thought I'd get to like jump out of a car. <laughs> I mean, I was on a platform, but you know what I mean? I was like, okay, just open the door and roll out the car. And, <laughs> um, like I did like donuts with a forklift and uh, <laughs> oh crazy stuff like that. I got to ride like a horse-drawn carriage in a parking lot, just doing loops. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Because you cannot reverse the horse. So every time we do a take, you gotta drive They gotta wait, wait, and then just come around the parking lot, come back around. Um, <laughs> just a lot of fun stuff. Did did they keep any ad libs or bloopers, or are you guys allowed to do that kind of stuff on set? Or well, yeah, that's a good question. There's a lot of improv. We always get a scripted version though. Like we, you know, we keep to the page because they, the writing's so good. So we always do a scripted. And then from there we can build and improv and add. And a lot of the improvs actually made it to the show. We were always surprised like, oh, that, oh wow. That's awesome. That made yeah. it, yeah. Um, and there are blooper reels that they would show sometimes at like at the end of the season, but the amount of film that of stuff that is not in your 22 minute show i mean i can't imagine like the archives of oh, us wow. of us just going <laughs> off or like making mistakes or you know you know i mean you know and then i the reason why i asked about the memorable moments is because you know as a viewer and an outsider looking at the show it, it it's so like that's your job i mean you get to work with these great fun you know individuals and um, you know, each of the characters and, you know, I watched some of the personal interviews, they all seem like everybody just wants to have a good time, you know, and they all want to have fun and they all get along with each other. And I'm like, wow, I mean, imagine having that as your nine to five job. I mean, do you ever think of it as that? It was a dream. And we all knew that too, because, you know, a lot of these guys have worked for a long time, like Ben and America and Mark and so they recognized early on, like literally the first day that, oh, this is special. Like, you know, everyone's so cool and we all get along and everyone's so funny. And so that doesn't happen. And I think they just tried, we all just tried to cultivate that. And uh, we just got really lucky, you know? Mm. Like I was a fan of Mark McKinney's before. I don't know if you guys know him from Kids in the Hall. Mm, yes, yes, what absolutely. A, just a bonkers <laughs> show, right? Yes, when we were kids like, what is this crazy Canadian show? Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I was, I remember watching it at my house being in Hawaii being like, yeah. but, yeah. but it just grew on me. I'm like, this show is nuts, but I love it. And I don't know why. Yes. Uh, so to get to work with him was like the first day I worked with him, I was trying to play it cool. And then at the, <laughs> end, of the, day, at the end of the day, I was like, it's really great uh, working with you. He was wow. like, yeah. And now we're friends, yeah. which, is, which right. is insane, right? Oh. Like, so are you anything like your character, Sandra? I mean, I see <laughs> little bits here and there, but I mean, as far as how you can relate to her, <laughs> I think that 
any actor will tell you that every role you play, you have to sort of find that part of yourself, right? That you can relate to that character. Because you, you're going to play an astronaut, you could play an astronaut or a suspected murderer. You know, you have to like, oh, I don't know. But you have to find the parts of them that relate to you. Uh, with Sandra, it honestly, it wasn't that hard for me just because, I don't know if you guys know people like this in Hawaii, like, she just reminded me of people in Hawaii, or maybe I made her that way. <laughs> you know, Hawaii people are so polite and and just very kind, and 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 mm-hmm. I I guess you can be meek in a sense. Like, like if you go to a restaurant and you, oh um, I can have utensils. Like you're asking for something <laughs> that you should have, but like oh whenever you get yeah no rush whenever you get a chance yeah mm-hmm. no worry, you know like that it, it kind of reminded me of that those parts of her, and then the other side of her. I mean, in the in the simplest terms, it's just a titter, right? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> just you just don't push her to to the edge, and then she just pops off. And <laughs> I told my brother the other day because he was like talking about he sent me some meme of me of Sandra like going <laughs> off, and I was like, bruh, that's just me as a kid when I have two older brothers, and they would just pick on me constantly. And you know, your, your parents are like, just ignore them. <laughs> like I did for like two days, and then I would go, and then I would just would lose it and just rage out. And I was like, that's 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 that part of Sandra, is childhood me just after two days of getting picked on, just losing my mind and showing trash cans or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, yes. she's she's definitely not like Principal Kwan. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah, that's awesome. Oh, too. so you've been acting what since 2011 or earlier? I uh, probably earlier than that. Um, I, I want to say like around 2006 or something. Wow. Like like you know, yeah. Trying to trying to get little parts here and there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man. So so is this the pinnacle is this or is this there's more to come I mean where are you in your career or do you have lofty goals I mean um this is certainly like the largest role I've ever had uh and the longest running role uh so and it was so much fun I I don't know honestly I don't know what's next for me but I I feel optimistic I know we're in a pandemic still but I'm like well you know eventually things will sort of kind of get back to normal and we can see mm-hmm. you know what what's next mm-hmm. but I yeah I, I'm just so excited about whatever could come my way you know my parents listen my parents are they watch Superstore because I'm on it but they really love NCIS like that's their jam <laughs> that's their jam every, every version like LA whatever so I'm like I mean maybe I gotta try to do something like that i don't know yeah. aren't they gonna have ncis in hawaii or- yeah they're gonna have they're gonna oh have. Yeah? yeah come on girl yeah i gotta be the one that doesn't run though you know like maybe maybe like you know the computer guy or like in yeah in the air conditioning studio and then the, and then the young guys can go run like foot chase and yeah I'm like you guys i'll be here Hold down the lab. Hold down the lab. Hold on. Holding down the lab. Medical examiner. Yes. 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 Super. That's important, though. That's important. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Can come back home a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get? Do you ever get a chance to come back home? I mean, maybe Mm. not so much during the pandemic, but you know, do you ever 
visit <laughs> yeah i i usually come at least once or twice a year uh typically at least the holidays at, at the very least um for christmas and new year's with my family so this was the first time in a long time that i hadn't been home but we had you know we did the zoom zoom open present kind of thing with the kids and you know it, it was it was special enough and it was a different way of celebrating together but what i look you, forward to coming home soon is- Sorry, what do you miss the most from home? Yeah, so much good stuff there. Oh and what God. do you do when you come home? The yes. First thing? Mm-hmm. I honestly, Hawaii has the best food, mm-hmm. period. I know people want to say like, you know, all these fancy places that they go, but Hawaii, where Hawaii is, you can go almost anywhere and get good food. It doesn't, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be yeah. something fancy. doesn't, and so I just everything there is good like stuff that I cannot get here in particular or you you know like like kulolo mm-hmm. come on where am I gonna get that over here I guess I need to make it like they have listen they get poke places up here they don't always spell poke correctly oh. and, I, and I keep mm. driving, like no no <laughs> why is there an accent on, no let's go let's go but uh on principle no yeah no why is there an i why is there an e no that's not okay don't stop the car let's go um yeah. but poke in hawaii literally the grocery store poke in hawaii is good you know mm-hmm. so uh just that kind of this kind of stuff you cannot really get up here is what i miss most so what about like hawaiian food hawaiian food and poi and are you a fan of hawaiian food yes I do, but I think I think because I've been here so long, I kind of put it out of my mind. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, because otherwise, I just would be jonesing all the time and thinking about it. And how am I gonna get that? How do I make it? Do I make it myself? Do I do I dig an emu here in my backyard? What do I do? Uh, so um, I I just sort of when I'm here, I pretend like it doesn't exist. And as soon as I get home, you know, and I I want to have it. But then you see your friends from back home, and they they say stuff like. Oh, you like oh, you like it, um Italian food. <laughs> like, bro, I don't ever want to eat Italian food here. What are you talking about? But you know, for them, it's like oh, mix it up, maybe yeah, right? like, yeah, like good Mexican. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not having Mexican in Hawaii. Okay, I can have that over there. We're having anything I can get on the mainland. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever um been interested in stand up comedy? No, that's <laughs> not, hey. not even after Superstore. Doesn't that sound terrifying? For real, you guys. <laughs> it does, but you could do it. But just, yeah, I can like, see you playing natural. various characters. I can see you playing various yeah. characters on the stage. And, uh-huh. and like, you know, like whose line is it anyway? Yes. Like, mm. I don't even like doing scenes by myself. Like, I really enjoy <laughs> acting with other people. And then sometimes you have a scene where you're by yourself, and I'm like, oh, this is... <laughs> This is junk. Like, <laughs> I feel silly. Like, by myself, you know. Uh, so I can't imagine being on a stage by myself with just a microphone, telling telling stories. Like, ooh. You need the energy. Like, like you yeah. Be good. I. You'd be great at it once you get over that fear. But <laughs> your humor, yeah. Like, I could listen to you all night. Like, talk story. It's, yeah. You know, I always thought that my family. It was just my family, but I don't know for you guys. When you start to talk about your family, people are like, "Oh, your family's hilarious!" And I was like, "That's just my family, bro. I'm just telling you what they told me, like verbatim." That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's special. That's special. That's not. That doesn't come to every family. So 
Oh yeah, they're they're a funny bunch, man. Like your brothers are even... funny too. Your brothers oh, are <laughs> my brothers, my cousins, my aunties and uncles. It is a riot when we get together. Like some of them are just real storytellers and oh, they remember yeah. everything. They remember I love that. You don't like they remember, but even the stuff you like they remember, like, hey, bro, that's that's long time ago. <laughs> long time Indeed, ago. Forget about Indeed. that. Yeah. I did forget that you know, high school time. That was one. <laughs> But they remember everything. Some of my cousins have a great memory. That's awesome. That would be so, cool to have so like all a, your, a yeah. local Hawaii family sitcom, right? <laughs> like just a, I think oh, it would do yeah. so well. Like just a just totally local Hawaii family. I think it'd be hilarious. <laughs> I think so. I used to think that we were so different, right? And people may not understand us. But the more I talk to people, really, it's it's pretty universal. You know what I mean? Family is family and like it's just translates to all different cultures, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. Hawaii families. So yeah, I think you're right. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> go right on. Oh, go cast Steph. Steph like go right on. Call me when you pop. Yeah, yeah. I'll call you up. Steph, we're gonna come. I will text you. Man, I hope that we see you. I, I hope that we see you soon on the tube. Like you know, whether it be on Hawaii Five O, Magnum, even maybe or oh, right, right, right. Yes, hey. Yeah. NCIS Hawaii. The computer desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, like the, or like the boss that comes in is like, my office now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's it. And I, and I'm, yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. I see you guys. I see you guys next week. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes, this is so good talking story with you, Kaliko. Yeah. Nice too. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, for people who are listening, I know one of the questions that I forgot to ask and meant to ask is, is it really crucial, um, you know, for those aspiring actors or actresses here in Hawaii, is it really crucial now to have to relocate, um, move from Hawaii to the mainland in order to get a serious job if you're really serious in pursuing that as your career? I don't think there's a specific path to carving out a career as an actor, especially now. So, and there's plenty of work to be had in Hawaii right now. You know, there's a lot of film and TV happening here. Um, it just depends on what you want to do specifically as far as if you have goals to be on certain shows or you, you know, if you've been here a while and working and you want to sort of expand, you know, the kind of job opportunities, then yeah, you may have to move up here. But if you just want to be an actor, let's just say you love acting then you're an actor you want to be act you can act anywhere you can you can do community theater you can do commercials you know like if you want to act but you also want to be close to your family you want to help the family business you want to live in Hawaii you can do all that it just is going to look different right like you have to let go of the idea of what it is to be an actor in Hollywood because it doesn't have to be that and you know you can always go up for a job right fly up and and book a job and do the work and come back because people do that now for Hawaii people come from the mainland and and come to Hawaii for a few months and work and go back so I don't see why you couldn't do the reverse especially now because of the pandemic all the auditions have gone online it's all like self-tape wow. and zoom right so yeah. I feel like people in Hawaii have an opportunity now to be seen when they may not have been before because we were you know you had to be here and go in the room so it's just a unique time uh, as an actor. I'm trying to like think of the pandemic and just try to get all the positivity that we can from it and you know, see as we go forward and uh, 
so yeah, like, if it's the right time for you and you want to move on and you want to try something else, certainly, but you don't have to move up. You know what I mean? You, you can figure out how you want to live your life as an actor. And if, you, if it, acting makes you happy, you can do that in so many different ways. And from really from anywhere, you can create your own stuff. You can mm-hmm. shoot your own stuff mm-hmm. with, with friends or, you know, and put it up mm-hmm. online. So there's really no limit and, and you shouldn't feel like you have to make that kind of choice. Like if it's between family or home and acting, like, you know, like do it your own way. And one thing that we like to ask our guests is if you have a special inspirational quote that you'd like to share with all of us. Okay, full disclosure, I'm not a <laughs> quote person. And, and by saying that, I mean like, I love quotes. I see them all the time and I go, oh, that's like, yeah. And I read it and I'm like, oh, I love that quote. And yeah. then I don't write it down and I, I don't put it in my phone. And so then it's just gone, right? Yeah. But in that moment, it was great. So I didn't have <clears throat> quotes that I was ready with, but um, <laughs> I found one that I thought, for me at least, uh, makes sense. And it hey. is, hey. yeah, I found wow. one. Uh, no act of kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted. And I think that just applies to everything, truthfully. Um, especially in Hollywood, too. Like, you can... I just think it's so important to be kind to people. and It changes the environment that you work in. And, and sometimes, it's really sad, they're so surprised by it. By kindness. Mm-hmm. You know, by aloha that we would show every day to everybody. And people up here, you know, sometimes they're not used to it. And that's so sad because that's maybe the industry that they are, they're used to. But you can, if you show kindness, I just think it gives people the opportunity to show it back. And then you just, like, like Superstar, you create the kind of place that you want to work in and, and be in. Oh, I got to write that down. I got to write that down. <laughs> Yeah, you know, want to make it even more local, it's like uh, share a little aloha because they can go home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh man, that is that is so true. I mean, it's even even a smile or some simple act of kindness. Yeah, it really yeah. makes a huge difference. It really does. And I, I feel like we need a lot more of that, right? Yeah. Um, that yeah. That, yeah. Somebody, yeah. Go ahead. But Kaliko, your your kindness shines through the Zoom podcast. So. <laughs> Gotta wear shades. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's so shiny and, oh, and so shiny. <laughs> my ring light, my ring light, no <laughs> Oh, I need to get one of those then. I think. <laughs> but you know, like I love how you are just who you are. You're from Kauai, and it never changed. And a lot of people lose their way from wherever they're from or from wherever they come. Especially being in Hollywood and LA, I, I'm I'm sure it's not easy to stay grounded. But thank you for being grounded and for talking story with us, like. Like you were next door, you know? <laughs> you guys make it easy. It's really yeah, fun. <laughs> no, you do. You make it easy. So thank you for doing that and, and putting that energy out in Hollywood, which is, I, I would never have thought that you could uh, maintain like a rooted, a rooted uh, humbleness, but you do that. So thank you, Kaliko. Mahalo for you. Thank you guys. That, all that stuff comes from growing up in Hawaii, I swear, you know? Not just my family, but from everybody in Hawaii. Amen. Right? Like, that's just how you relate to people. And how you treat people says everything about you, I think. 
and and yeah. I think we do it right in Hawaii you know you just treat everybody with aloha and kindness and special it goes place. such a long way yeah it's a really special place yeah. I couldn't be prouder to be from Hawaii thank you yeah Kaliko thank you so much it's it's make us feel like I feel like we've known you forever yeah. and the next time you come home like we sit in the garage action you know? <laughs> oh like that's so like humble and oh it's so rooted still at the same time but you're still paving paths and you're still trying to pave the way and good for you for not letting not being able to see something that looks similar when you're young and not letting that hold you back because that takes courage right and um that's such a good example for so many um you know people that to look at you and go like oh that, that's super cool and you're just yeah and you're cool and real and that's not that common I'm sure in LA and you know I'm just I'm just I'm sure it's not that common in Hollywood so thank you for shedding light on that and doing what you're doing because that's super important work that's so important so wow. we appreciate your time Thank We're going to interview your um, fellow cast members to see if all of this was true. <laughs> uh, they're not available. They, they're real busy, yeah? Um, you know what? I'll, I'll call them. I'll call them and collect all of their answers, and I'll submit them to you. So it's Calico. <laughs> Legit. <I'm> like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, you know what? You gave us so many, um, you know, great tips, especially for our listeners out there who um, want to follow in your footsteps. You really are a great example. You're an inspiration. And uh, thank you for showing us that it is possible. No matter where you're from, you could, your town could be small. You could speak pigeon. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, just anything is possible. And I really love that about you, Kaliko. Thank you so much for being here, spreading your light, um, your guidance, um, sharing your experiences. Uh, we learned so much from you and we wish you all the best, you know, mm -hmm. in what's to come. Yeah, we're uh, going to continue to root for you. We're going to continue to Keep us posted, please. Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> listener, listeners, up. send her a care package of Kalua, yeah. please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's go. Call us up if you need extras. Extras on the set. Call us up. Oh, Hurricane man, you guys, popcorn, you guys got my back. I appreciate it. Mora Simon. Mora Simon. Sweet shrimp. I don't know. What Isn't else? Goldberg. You know, I'm not choosy. Yeah. Like, I'm very <laughs> open minded. Yeah. I'm not going to judge. <laughs> if you like make something at home in your own kitchen, that's fine too. There's no price points, you know. Yes. Yeah. Send that to Coleco. She's in LA right now. She's doing yes. this thing from LA. Yeah, every really little bit goes a long way. You know, no more nothing up here. <laughs> Just pokey. 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 Or get pokey. P O K I E. <laughs> and I, I cannot in good conscience eat that. Sorry. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. Respect well, you know what, guys? And if you guys want to follow Kaliko, she's huh? on IG, right? Instagram. Are, are you on Facebook too, or are you only on Instagram? I'm on Facebook, but not a lot. And it's really just my family for keep up what's happening with Ooh. them. And yeah. that, that one's private. That one's private. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you no, can, but I don't know. No friend requests. Yeah, I mean. I'm not going to accept your friend requests. So. Except I for mothership. Except for mothership. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Mothership. Thanks again to Kaliko Kawahi. All right, guys. We're going to see you next week and uh, hook up with us on our Facebook page as well. But once again, best wishes, Kaliko. Thanks for joining us. Yes, we're going to break up down.